Yo, what a day. Bunch of people are getting reinstated on Twitter. We got Mike Lindell, Kanakoa, Tracy Beans got reinstated. Then she got suspended. Then she got reinstated again. Um, Gateway Pundit's back. James O'Keefe is back. My friend Larry Cook, he used to run a uh, huge, huge anti-vaccine group on Facebook. Had like 200,000 people in it. And he emailed me and told me he got his account back. So mm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting, man. Checking my email like every hour, refreshing the page. Oh, I'm so antsy. So we got a bunch of people being reinstated. And we also have a bunch of people getting suspended. But it's, oh God, it's so poetic. It's so great. Because all the mainstream media clowns, a bunch of them got suspended last night because I guess they were uh, assisting or promoting in the doxing of elon musk's jet and also just some weird stuff uh got some harassers that are trying to find elon musk find his cars and his planes and stuff like that in silicon valley so uh there's some blue check marks some mainstream media journalists that got suspended last night keith olbermann was one of them keith olbermann donnie o'sullivan who's this just jackass from cnn there's another cnn journalist got suspended too there's a few of them and oh man the re man the re it's so great it's so great just drinking in propagandist tears today it's great so we're going to be talking a lot about twitter we also have new twitter files dropping too so we'll be going through the new twitter files and taking a look at uh the whole hubbub around the uh media suspensions so that'll be a good portion of today's show and then the rest will be talking a variety of subjects i want to discuss trump's nft drop because it looked to be uh i don't know exactly what the strategy behind that was uh two days ago trump said he was going to be making an announcement yesterday pretty much the first thing he uploads to his true social account was this nft announcement and a lot of people thought that that was his big announcement was just these digital trading cards. And a lot of people freaked, and they started hating on Trump and getting upset and stuff like that. Um, turns out he had a, another statement an hour or two later that had to do with, uh, that was much more impactful, that was likely his actual statement. It was a video about campaign promises about uh, free speech and the First Amendment and all that. We'll take a look at it. But uh, yeah, a lot of people seem to jump the gun there. And start shitting on Trump thinking his NFT thing was it. No. So that's why it's always good just to maybe log off the internet for a little bit. <laughs> like, wait, at least give it an hour to see how things develop. Like, at least an hour. So it's, uh, you know, trying to be first all the time. And sometimes you can often be wrong. You can often be wrong if you try to be first. So, all right. All right. Without further ado... Got a few things to uh, make note of. What's up, chat? Good evening. Good evening, uh, Renee. Much appreciated. All you guys tuning in on this Friday, spending Friday evening with me. Uh, shout out to the sponsor of today's channel. That is Virtual Shield VPN, Virtual Private Network, which protects your devices and your data, especially if you're browsing the internet, especially if you're browsing the internet on a public Wi-Fi network. You definitely want a vpn if you're using any sort of coffee shop or airport wi-fi but also if you're just generally perusing websites 
uh, especially tech websites like Google and, and Twitter and Facebook, so they can't see your IP address, hides your IP address. Uh, VPN is very useful for a variety of different reasons. Just protect yourself on the internet. And Virtual Shield with the special, the link in the description below this video, my special link, they got a special going on. You can get it for two years for just three bucks a month. So super cheap, hides your data, very helpful. So check that link. And then a couple of uh, housekeeping notes as well. Got a new episode of Knowledge Base that dropped yesterday, but this one was not with Justin. This one was with Simon, my friend Simon Esler. He's actually a good friend of both Justin and I. Uh, Justin is on his honeymoon, so he's uh, absent at the moment, away from keyboard. Congratulations, Justin. He'll be back next week. We'll be doing our uh, back to our regular, regularly scheduled programming with Knowledge Base next week. But this week, Simon Esler joined me, and we talked about the transgender agenda. The transgender agenda. So he's very familiar with that, Simon Esler. He's do actually working on a short film on the transgender agenda. So we dive into a variety of different aspects about that conversation. And then I uploaded a new uh, Substack article today. This one entitled, Pedo-Satanists on Blast Like Never Before. And I did a quick write-up about all of the different ways that this topic is getting exposed this year from Balenciaga to Elon Musk talking about it on Twitter to um, that crypto dude that was found dead in Puerto Rico and that curious tweet he made days before he died. Uh, Coolio mentioning adrenochrome in his last Instagram video that he did before he died. So a lot of different stuff this year exposing that subject, exposing the uh, pedo-Satanism in our society and i think 2023 is going to be a hell of a year for us all so i'll link the Substack down below i uploaded it on my telegram and true social pages today go follow me on Substack. all my stuff on Substack's free all my writings all my podcasts on Substack are free but if you'd like to support you can uh, subscribe there if you wish and now let's get into these twitter files so matt taibbi giving us some heat today. This one is part six of the Twitter files called the FBI subsidiary. And this Twitter files drop was focusing on how Twitter was coordinating with the FBI to censor primarily election-related content, but a variety of different content. And this was between, this Twitter files drop focused on the dates of January 2020 to November 2022. Some of this stuff in this thread from Taibi today is recent, very recent. We get some emails even from September and October, just a month or two ago. So pretty uh, pretty big doozy. I think one of the highlights here is number six, how the FBI had a lot of requests to take action on election misinformation, even involving joke tweets from low follower accounts. The FBI was even reporting some accounts that had just a couple hundred followers making jokes, joke memes. That's how triggered the FBI was. We also have a few people named in here like San Francisco FBI agent Elvis Chan talking with Yoel Roth quite a bit and mentioning in these uh, emails that we found that Elvis Chan was communicating with Yoel Roth uh, 
quite a bit as well. So there's that. We're also learning the FBI had a social media focused task force known as the FTIF, the FTIF, created in the wake of the 2016 election. It swelled to 80 agents and corresponded with Twitter to identify alleged foreign influence and election tampering of all kinds. 80 agents. 80. They didn't have anything better to do, I guess. They couldn't focus on child sex abuse. They couldn't focus on white-collar, money-laundering crime. They couldn't focus on terrorism. Well, no, they did focus on terrorism, but what they classify as terrorism these days are grandmas on Twitter with 100 Twitter followers that post memes about election fraud. That's the terrorism these days. And also notice the date. This FBI social media task force was created in the wake of the 2016 election. So the whole Russia collusion nonsense that was pushed when Trump won in 2016, that's even having ramifications here six years later. Understand that. And I think Matt Taibbi even discusses this point here in this thread. This is a 45-tweet thread. So we'll skim through it real quick, but I'm not going to read every single word. But I think Matt Taibbi even brings up the point in that after 9-11, what happened? The government used 9-11 as a justification to just absolutely inflate, swell their powers, roll out the Patriot Act, roll out a bunch of other you know, rules, regulations, laws, etc., and just try to expand their power. Same thing in 2016. We had the Russia collusion nonsense that was pushed, and now we're seeing that it was used, this literal fake dossier, fake news, Obamagate, Spygate, whatever you want to call it, bullshit, was used as a justification for so many things, including the FBI creating task force to monitor social media. So, pretty crazy. All right. Number 10, the Twitter files show something new. Agencies like the FBI and the DHS regularly sending social media content to Twitter through multiple entry points pre-flagged for moderation. Yes, the FBI tells Twitter exactly what they want them to censor and sends them the URLs for it. Aggregated public hotlines. The FBI even has. Interesting. Let's see. Here we have some screenshots from... This is a November 2022 email. So this is last month. The FBI still sending emails. And here we have uh, Fred, it looks like. A gentleman from the FBI, Fred. FBI San Francisco is notifying you of the below accounts, which may potentially constitute violations of Twitter's terms of service. This is the FBI emailing their Twitter contacts. Hello, Twitter contacts. Then they link the handles and basically just say, hey, censor these people. Let's see here. There's some screenshots of the examples of the really low follower accounts that still got flagged by the FBI for whatever reason. Uh, here's a whole list in this email from November 6th, just a month and a half ago. Uh, the FBI, their National Election Command Post, 
Looks like that's an organization within the FBI uh, sending this list of accounts. One of them being RSBN. Check that out. FBI flagged RSBN. Sent it over to Twitter. Trying to get Twitter to uh, do something about it. Here's some emails from Agent Elvis Chan passing the list on to his, quote, Twitter folks. So we got a lot of fed boys and fed girls who are directly connected to um, tw people at Twitter. They got whole networks communicating with each other. Uh, what else do we have? Let's see. In a letter to former Deputy General Counsel and former top FBI lawyer James Baker on September 16th, 2022, legal exec outlines results from her, quote, soon-to-be weekly meeting. So we have a Twitter legal executive having soon-to-be weekly meetings with the Department of Homeland Security, Department of Justice, FBI, and the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. And this email was just two months ago. Exactly two months ago. <laughs> All these federal agencies are still trying to meet with Twitter. Um, and yeah, those are pretty much the biggest bombshells that we've got. Actually, I think uh, I think Tracy Beans is even mentioned in one of these screenshots. So shout out to Tracy. But yeah, Yol Roth, Jim Baker. Oh yes, here's that. Uh, here's that analogy. The 2016 Russian interference story is analogous to how 9-11 inspired the expansion of the security state. Indeed, FBI and DHS still trying to use the whole Russia, Russia, Russia thing to censor, censor, censor. So that's the big news from the Twitter files today. Now I want to discuss uh, Twitter suspending several reporters. This was last night who covered Elon Musk calling it a Thursday night massacre and good God. We've got CNN's Donnie O'Sullivan, Washington Post's Drew Harwell, the New York Times' Ryan Mack, commentator Keith Olbermann, and uh, CNN reporter Aaron Rupar, all censored. I think there might have even been a couple more. Oh, my God. Media is just, they're going crazy over this. Check this out. A free press, with the future of the free press on Twitter looks like you know our news organizations going to stand by as the reporters are just you know hastily banned without explanation uh cnn is saying it's going to reevaluate its relationship with twitter based on the response it gets i want to read you the full statement allison Please. it says um the impulsive and unjustified suspension of a number of reporters including cnn's donio sullivan is concerning but not surprising and it goes on to say twitter's increasing instability and volatility should have should be of incredible concern for everyone who uses Twitter. And then it goes on to say, we have asked Twitter for an explanation, and we will reevaluate our relationship based on that response. And I think it's so important to point out that Twitter really needs or really relies on news. I mean, that's what's what the kind of the lifeblood of and Twitter. Journalists. Events. I mean, they're all right. on Twitter. And I think this raises a big question about what the free press, what the future of the free press on Twitter. <laughs> looks like you know our yeah, news organization fully freaking out all all the media outlets are and it's great and the basis behind this the reason why these people got censored is because uh 
um, basically they were assisting in the, um, in this case, it is doxing. I think the, I think the word doxing is used far too, um, far too liberally. You know, doxing implies that people are sharing personally identifying information, such as, such as an address, social security number, uh, etc. So that is the legal definition of doxing, right? Sharing just like a first name isn't exactly doxing. So it needs to be very technical, I believe. But basically what these journalists were doing is that they were sharing information pertaining to Elon Musk's jet, which Elon Musk has his jet registered. Um, I'm gonna reference a Tim Pool tweet here. Elon Musk has his jet registered under a privacy ICAO address. It's a, it's a special program, the PIA program that the FAA has. And Elon Musk, he, he registered his jet to basically be private. And this information should not be um, out there. But there's this dude named Jack Sweeney. And Jack Sweeney, who had this Twitter account, he was the one that was running the Elon Jet. The Twitter account was called Elon Jet. Now, two days ago, Elon Jet got suspended because Jack Sweeney was publishing uh, private data of where Elon Musk's jet was at at all times. He, he literally created this algorithm that would constantly update the feed, the Twitter feed, with wherever Elon Musk's jet was at in real time. And uh, so, and also, there was this incident the other day where this random-ass guy in San Francisco rolled up to uh, Elon's car that has family in it. I don't think Elon was in it, but his kids were. So Elon tweeted... Anyone recognize this person or car? Because uh, this guy rolled up to his family and threatened them. I think he even like got on the hood of their car and tried to stop them from driving off. So, you know, e Elon, with him buying Twitter and with all the people that hate him right now for doing so, for doing what he's doing, not just the, you know, normie liberals out there that are in full re-mode, but also the cabal folk that probably want to uh, suicide Elon Musk. He's got to protect himself. So I don't exactly blame him for suspending accounts that are trying to dox him. Dox by technical definition. I don't mean dox lightly, but actual, you know, legal, border borderline illegal type of doxing. Now, back to Temple's tweet, talking about uh, Jack Sweeney here. And I guess it was Jack Sweeney and the Elon Jet account that all these mainstream media journalists were, were sharing, which is why they got tagged. So that's why all these clowns got tagged. And then Jack Sweeney. Now, here's one thing. Here's the thing that's weird. Um, and I, I'm not sure if I'm for this or not. I mean, I'm all for free speech, right? But I'm not for uh, things that are said that could very well be dangerous. Not like snowflake hate speech, but I'm talking about actual harassment. And, and I think a big problem with True Social, and uh, it's a sticky situation. So True Social here has Elon's jet, and this is Jack Sweeney's account. Both red check marked. 
and both operating on True Social. You know, I love True Social. It's great to be able to say whatever you want, but I I think True Social, you know, they they need to kind of get their moderating squared away. Obviously, you don't want to over moderate, but sometimes there is clear harassment that's done on social media platforms. And that's how people that's how people do it. They take to these free speech platforms, hide behind a anonymous account or sock puppet account or whatever, and then they feel safe behind that, so they just start putting all sorts sorts of slander and harassment and all that out there. I mean, Telegram's kind of got that issue. Telegram's more spammy though. That's Telegram's problem is just like crypto spam and whatnot. But uh, there there's quite a bit of harassment that's starting to take place on True Social. And I think it's just opportunists using uh, the nature of a free speech platform, thinking, oh, I'm not going to get banned, so I can create a sock puppet account here and spread all this kind of slander and harassment and whatnot. So, you know, True Social, they definitely have some improvements to make. It is kind of a mess over there, but I just, I don't know. Mute the conversations, use the mute button freely, and don't look at the alerts, just post, and then it's okay. But, um, yeah, there's that. Let's see. Elon Musk, this was pretty interesting. Elon Musk even getting into it with uh, Barry Weiss here. Now, Barry Weiss is one of the journalists that's been reporting on the Twitter files. It's been Barry Weiss, Matt Taibbi, and then Michael Schellenberger. Barry Weiss was kind of complaining today about Elon Musk censoring some of those journalists. And Elon said, what should be the consequence of doxing someone's real-time exact location be? Assume your child is at that location as mine was. Barry, this is a real question, not rhetorical. What's your opinion? Elon Musk then says, rather than rigorously pursuing truth, you are virtue signaling to show that you are, quote, good in the eyes of the media elite to keep one foot in both worlds. That's an interesting point there, but he's pressing her. He's pressing her, right? And I, I kind of understand. I mean, doxing, real-time location. Yeah, yeah. Why Why do we need to know the... It's odd, it's odd. Anyway, um, going to be a lot of arguments over this in the coming days. And there was that. So a couple more things on the whole Twitter situation. This one here. The European Union warning Elon Musk about Twitter sanctions after journalist suspensions. That's just fantastic. I guess the EU has what they're calling a Media Freedom Act. God, you got to love the uh, projection, right? The pure backwards world nature of this. So... And this not only happens in the mainstream media, but like I said, there's a lot of the uh, anonymous clowns on True Social who are trying to uh, run their own little psyop games right now. But they try to say, oh, yeah, I should have the freedom to post whatever I want. When really they're saying, I should have the freedom to harass you and cyberbully you and lie my ass off on these platforms. Uh, and their ethics just go out the window because they, they want to be have the special treatment they want to have the special treatment but they don't want you to be able to call their bullshit out or do anything about it so 
there's that. And also, a little bit more poetic justice today. This one's great. So, Ben Collins, that Ben Collins from NBC News. We're getting some rumors today, some reports that uh, NBC News suspended. They benched Ben Collins because of Ben Collins' uh, overly critical remarks of Elon Musk. They're stating that Ben Collins has been editorially inappropriate with all of his comments on Elon Musk. So they benched him. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> Screw you, Ben. Get wrecked. <laughs> Emotional damage. That's great. So we're not going to see him stuttering on Mad Cow's broadcast anymore. It's pretty good. Chat says, conservatives are such cyber bullies, aren't they? I mean, it's both sides, right? Obviously, the left-wingers are, the Antifers out there, but uh, let's not act like conservatives are all perfect all the time. There's a lot of weirdos and um, narcissist types and, you know, let's not get divided with the labels. If a person is uh, sucking or being an idiot, then they're just being a fool, so... All right, let's move on from this. What do we got next? Ah, let's talk Trump's NFT. So a few people upset. Quite a few big Republican names upset at this one. Um, Steve Bannon, Sebastian Gorka. I saw a lot of folks on Telegram pretty upset. A lot of those influencers and personalities. And yeah, I mean... I saw this drop. I'll, I'll be honest. When I first saw this NFT announcement, I did think that that was President Trump's big announcement he was building up for. And I thought we got a little rugged. Going to be honest. I felt I felt a little rug pull, but I didn't post about it. That's the big thing. I didn't make a post about it. I, I ran my errands. I was doing stuff I needed to do. I wanted to let the store develop, the situation develop, so I didn't post about it. And then come to find out that, yeah, a couple hours later, Trump makes this, uh, posts this video right here, six-minute long video with a lot of um, basically campaign promises of what he's going to do when he's elected to preserve the First Amendment, preserve the freedom of speech, executive orders he's going to sign to curtail the tech platforms, uh executive order he's going to sign stating that any government agent, any government worker, they have to wait seven years after leaving office, leaving government to work for any tech platform. It was good, actually. I, I was There was a lot of very direct and forceful language in this uh, Trump campaign promise here. He also talked about the Internet Bill of Rights, which was a biggie. But back to this NFT announcement, like, yeah, yeah, okay, I've seen the, like, overboard decodes people try to do of, oh, Trump was talking about a Trump card, and it's been 1,700 days since something or other. I I frankly don't get into those overboard decodes. Some of them, I think, are a little silly, and uh, 
it's just it's nothing we know we can know for sure or be confident in it's just speculation and left field theories so i don't get too into those um i do find it curious that president trump once upon a time stated that crypto is a scam this is only what a couple of years ago he was calling crypto a scam and now he, he comes out with nfts <laughs> pretty funny but yeah, I think our lesson for this one is just not to jump the gun. Wait a couple hours. You don't need to be first to report things, right? Just so you can get the likes and the shares and your stuff will get shared first. No, make sure your stuff is good. Prioritize solid, truthful, in-depth reporting over, you know, jumping to headlines. So anyway... Who knows? Who knows why this happened? Maybe Trump had some plan with it, but good campaign video there. And that's where we finish up that story. Hey, shout out to Patriot Donnie, man. Always here. Appreciate you. Hi, my friend. You agree about the bullies, especially on True Social. Yeah, dude. A lot of, um, a lot of like pansies. They don't want to show their name and face. They want to hide behind these anonymous accounts. But, oh, man, they sure like to act like the mean girls, don't they? And then they use all sorts of freaking projection and just lies. They're just liars. So, whatever. Thank you, Luann on Foxhole. Much appreciated for those gold pills. Got a couple more shout-outs up here. Uh, Porpoiseful, Unchained. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Cool. All right. Next, we're going to talk about Kerry Lake's lawsuit and then get into uh, checking out some reports on those JFK docs that were released. But uh, one more plug for Virtual Shield. Hiding your IP address, preventing censorship and unblocking websites, protecting you on public Wi-Fi. Actually, VPNs are real helpful if you ever buy a plane ticket too. Sometimes you can get cheaper plane tickets just switching up your IP address and it thinks you're logging in from a different location, so it drops the drops the flight price for you. But uh, VPN, Virtual Shield, link will be in the description below for uh, $3 a month VPN for you. So check it out. Yeah, I saw, I saw um, Health Ranger. Yeah, Mike Adams was one of them that really uh, went overboard with his Oh, I hate Trump for his NFT thing. I, I like a lot of Mike Adams' work, especially his health work. But when Mike Adams starts getting political, I think he's um, I think there's a few things he needs to be updated with, or or just to like control his emotions and calm down when it comes to politics, because he tends to uh, jump the gun quite a bit with stories and reporting stuff that comes from his quote unquote sources that sometimes does not turn out to be true at all so is what it is uh, all right we've got breaking judge grants carrie lake's request to examine maricopa county ballots in preparation for trial um the inspection would begin on december 20th in is that monday yep monday at 8 a.m so fairly surprising judge grants carrie lake's request to inspect ballots I'm sure we'll find a lot of good stuff from that one. Uh, the late campaign is asked to review 
50 randomly selected ballot on demand printed ballots cast on election day from six vote centers. 50 randomly selected early ballots cast from six separate Maricopa County batches. 50 randomly selected early ballot envelopes from Maricopa County. 50 randomly selected BOD printed ballots that were marked spoiled from Maricopa County. Uh, the judge only denied one request. That was the early ballot envelopes. But looks like granted the rest. So eyes on. Eyes on that lawsuit. Uh, National Archives releasing 13,000 more JFK assassination files. And what we're learning from this one is that uh, the CIA knew about Lee Harvey Oswald's communications a week before the murder. The CIA knew about Lee Harvey Oswald, was, was tracking the guy. Getting flashbacks to the FBI and how they seem to know about every single shooter that walks into schools these days. Uh, top JFK academic criticizes release of all these new files, claims the CIA is still trying to hide their interest in Lee Harvey Oswald before the assassination. I would venture to guess the CIA didn't just have an interest in Lee Harvey Oswald. I bet they were freaking tracking the guy, maybe training the guy, leveraging him, using him as some sort of useful idiot. Yeah, right? So... The CIA's been on blast. I saw Marjorie Taylor Greene make some posts today, really lighten up the CIA over all this. Pretty great. So, another big question mark. Oh, also, point to make is that um, weren't these documents supposed to come out during Trump's term a few years back? But Trump kind of um, kicked the can down the road, you know? So let that can open up when uh, Joe Biden was in office. I think that's a far better strategy. Make the Biden government look like the bad guys more than the Trump government. Um, but yeah, there's that. Let's see. Ooh, now we get into talking about Flynn questioning Q. So... This has been rumored. I had been looking for a video file of this or some sort of clip of Flynn knocking Q, and I guess he did it again recently. This on a podcast with Clay Clark and the um, Elijah Streams guys. So make that what you will. Not going to say here my discernment of these three gentlemen, the guests, but we're going to focus on what Flynn had to say about, in particular, uh, Q. So let's listen to what he had to say. Because uh, it goes with the rest of my question. You were essentially revealed to us by Q, trust the plan, patriots in control. It was over before it began. There was continued references to you. Who knows where the, uh, the bodies are buried? Uh, and then but. The, 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 what, what I do hear from you is no one's coming to rescue you. If anything, I, I'd even written in my notes, if anything, a denial that there is Q and all. And I'm fine. We don't even, I don't want you to, that's not the question. 
Uh, you can I, I, I'm, gonna just, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know if we're live. Are we live? Yeah, we're yeah we're, we're live. live. Yeah, we're live. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna just tell you, I have, I have, you know, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I know what this whole Q thing is. I think it's just just sheer nonsense. Uh, first of all, why are these hosts pressing Flynn about the subject in the first place? That's like. A party foul. That's kind of is it. It almost looks like Flynn didn't expect that or didn't want to talk about this during a show or something like that. And these these um, hosts here kind of brought it up. Why? 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 I wouldn't at all. If I if I had Flynn on a public interview, I wouldn't talk about Q at all. So that's just foolish. I don't know what they're expecting Flynn to say. There should be absolutely no expectation that Flynn would say anything about Q at all, even if he knew about it, right? So uh, I don't know why the get, the hosts would expect any kind of answer from him. It's just kind of a waste of a question, to be honest, in a public setting like that. And yeah, why why would you expect Flynn to to confirm? Of course he's going to deny it. It almost looks like they ambushed him. Yeah, that that's the word I was looking for. It almost looks like an ambush. Not going to lie. Um, let's continue. Just sheer nonsense. Okay, well, that's, it, do, that's... It, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. I mean, I you know you see all the 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 idiocy all over the internet and these people that think that there's some white knight coming. There's no white knight coming. I understand you saying that, but I can also show you, if we went down that right, about 20 retruth things that President Trump does where he validates. Uh, dude, who gives a shit? Stop pressing him. This is like kind of pissing me off. Like, dude, just drop it. Not a conversation to have on a public show like this, on a public live stream. Oh, I can show you a bunch of different times Trump retruth different memes. So what? Good for you. Good job. Uh, Q in some way. So it's Ask right, him about Q then. That, that, I'm not asking you about Q. This is not a question about Q. What? I, I'm sorry. I think these Elijah stream guys are full of shit. I'm going to be honest. I think they're full of shit. They got like Wano saving on all the time. They got, they just had SG and on, on like last week. I think they're full of shit. And um, no, you are asking Flint about Q. Are you What? What kind of self-awareness is that? Or is he just talking it out of his ass? <laughs> what? What? It's uh, Q in some way. So it's Ask right, him about Q then. That, that, I'm not asking you about Q. This is not a question about Q. So the question is this. Right now there is real weariness in what we would call the patriot community. Like I said, a general looks out for... True. Yeah, no shit. Because people like you, Mr. Johnny Enlow, are promoting freaking frauds like SG Anon and Wano Savin. Come on, man. Um, yeah, and that's a question for Trump. Absolutely. Like, ask him then. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> so, okay. And yeah, there is weariness in the freaking patriot community. Duh. And, uh, you know, a big problem. It, it's not Q. It's all these clowns out there that are using Q to promote their own clickbait bullshit, like SGNon, like Wano Saving, like that crowd, Charles Ward and all them, right? 
it, it's those. And those people are giving Q the bad name. And when Flynn says, oh, yeah, there's a lot of bullshit out there having to do with Q. Well, maybe that's what he's talking about. But it's definitely what I talk about all the time because I see it clearly for what it is. Uh, it's the uh, That's how the PSYOPs are waged. That's a big aspect of the fifth generation warfare. The uh, deep national security state, they want to water down the whole Q movement and make it look terrible. What great way to do that is to dress up some infiltrators. Remember, infiltration over invasion, not all Anons are authentic. Dress up some clowns in Patriot garb, put a MAGA hat on them, and uh, give them some rumble channel where they can start talking about Flat Earth and Nazara and quantum financial bullshit and... Oh, I have insiders, my insiders say, and all this sort of crap, right? So, I don't know. Uh, a lot of people, they just get emotionally invested in personalities, and they get, you know, they, like, start getting obsessed with people like Phil Godlewski or S.G. Anon or Charles Ward or Wano Savin, and they can't, they can't think straight because they're so emotionally invested in these people thinking that these are the people that, that are going to come save them. And that, right? That's the point. There's no white knight. There's no There's no person with intel. Nobody out there has intel. Don't let Scott McKay try to sell you on his intel or Derek Johnson. They don't have intel. Nobody does. Um, they just have batshit theories, pretty much. So, no. Flynn absolutely has a point. There's no, there's no people that are going to come save you. It's the savior psyop, right? We got to get this shit done ourselves. That's the point. We got to get it done ourselves. It's up to us to save our own asses. So, uh, all right. Anyway, rant aside, let's just finish up the rest of this, see if there's anything else said. Weariness in what we would call the patriot community. Like I said, a general looks out for troop morale as well as the truth. Yep, you got that and nod right this. there. Check out right that Right now, nod. Way. So, it's Ask right him about Q then. I'm not asking you about Q. This is not a question about Q. Yeah, so do. the question is this. Right now, there is real weariness in what we would call the patriot community. Like I said, a general looks yep. out for true morale as well as the truth and, and or the truth or reality or you need to suck yeah. it up. We need to, we need to fight. And and Trump, there's a big deal. I don't know if you know from today, the patriot <laughs> community is a little bit revealing face. because. Oh, he's pissed. <laughs> he's pissed. <laughs> he's <laughs> can't hide those reactions looks away freaking scrunches his lips together he's like fucking hell <laughs> patriot community is a little bit reeling because trump yesterday and i know you say ask president trump yeah so you can just imagine what flynn thinks about all these all these freaking clowns like simon parks and all them he's probably just like fuck Ugh, gotta play nice but <laughs> he's probably so irritated he might be as irritated with all that shit as I am. Hope so. I hope somebody is. Somebody out there has to be as irritated as I am with all those clickbait clowns. Please, raise your hand in the chat if you are. Please. I gotta know. I gotta know if somebody else out there is as upset as I am. All right, what up, Matt? Thanks for the gold pills. Happy Friday. Nice. TGIF. Much, appreci much appreciated, man. Um, yeah, I like that, Donnie. We are the plan, indeed. We are the plan, <laughs> whatever the plan means. But uh, basically, we we make the plan. We have to plan it out ourselves and get shit done. Um, all right. 
let's move on from this subject. We'll go, we'll quickly go through, I think I got like six more tabs up here and then uh, we'll do some Q and A at the end. So, oh, here's also a point to make real quick. Like a lot of those, um, a lot of those jackasses on True Social, they're trying to claim we the media is dividing the movement or Badlands Media, they're dividing the movement. And they're focusing so much on we the media and me. And these are all the idiots out there that are saying, oh, the Kate Awakening is Mossad, right? There's those dipshits. Um, they know what they're doing. They're not just dipshits. They're like actual narcissists and almost evil. But uh, they're trying to say we the media is dividing the movement. And I'm over here like, yo, you're going to say like, Badlands Media and We The Media is dividing the movement and all this stuff. Why aren't you talking about Charles Ward or Phil Godlewski or Simon Parks or Michael Jaco or, 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 or insert like a couple dozen more names here, right? It doesn't, I'm confused. I'm really confused. A lot of these clowns on true social are making like zero sense and they're totally contradicting themselves and they're they're trying to paint we the media as being the big bad the big bad terrible group of anons that are out there and oh it's the bane of all of our existence it's like what the fuck you're making no sense zero sense and in fact it's a smear campaign it's a smear campaign to take down we the media take down people like me taking down badlands media just look at it it's exactly what it is and all of this stuff i'm seeing by these clowns on true social um i'm surprised i haven't named any names yet but i'm refraining from that here uh oh god they're they're like their logic is shit they don't even have logic they're like posting all these screenshots that are totally taken out of context and then they actually have to add narration over the screenshots. They have to add their own commentary because they're telling people what to think. They're literally brainwashing people to think that like I'm Antifa or Mossad or something. And we, the media is, is controlled opposition and Ooh, John man, bad, badlands media, bad. It's nonsense. So yeah, more to talk on this in the future. Okay. So uh, they just, they don't seem to have their priorities straight, right? They say, we the media, the clickbaiters out there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why aren't you talking about Charles frickin' Ward and them? No sense. All right. House Democrats introduced legislation to bar Trump from office under the 14th Amendment. Of course, the 14th Amendment says that uh, nobody that ever engaged in an insurrection or rebellion shall hold any office, et cetera, et cetera. So this explains why there's such a hard push to call it an insurrection and blame it all on Trump because they just simply don't want him in office again, but this will fail. Uh, we've got a Jeffrey Epstein survivor claiming that she watched tapes that Epstein made of his wealthy friends having sex. So her name is Sarah Ransom. Um, that's an interesting last name for blackmail tapes. Ransom. Um, She's got a new re newly released deposition rekindling allegations that Alan Dershowitz ooh, was involved in the abuse of underage girls. Bummer for Dersh. All right. And uh, yes, so 
Still a lot more to be told about the Epstein saga. This having to do with the blackmail tapes. Of course it was a freaking blackmail island. They had cameras all over that freaking thing. Getting everybody on blackmail tape. For the CIA and Mossad, right? Like, man, these clowns try to keep painting me as being a Mossad agent, but I must be a really shitty Mossad agent because I talk about Mossad and the CIA all the time. Huh. Anyway. All right, we got Biden being a creepy pedo bastard, so let's see here. Let's play this clip. He's talking about a beautiful little girl giving him a kiss. Hand over to the widow of the child, Sergeant First Class Heath Robinson. Beautiful little girl. Usually you hand the pen you sign with to the lead sponsor of the bill. And I handed it to her, and she held it and looked at she gave me a kiss and thank you for my daddy. We beat Farmer this year! How much longer do you give this guy? Do you think he's gonna... Do you think he's gonna have an accident in 2023 or something? Fall down the stairs? Pedo Hitler here? And, uh, I don't know. Be unfit for office at that point? Gotta be, man. Gotta be. Alright, over to Oregon. Oregon judge blocks high-capacity magazine ban. Whatever high-capacity magazine means, right? Because that's a... That's a total subjective term. <laughs> but these states like Oregon and Washington, they want magazines to be, I think, 10 rounds, 15 rounds max. They're trying to institute laws to uh, make any magazine over 10 rounds to be illegal. Oh, and Oregon also wants, to pe wants people to uh, get a permit to purchase any firearm. You have to have a permit. So... Thank God that this judge stepped in for that. So Oregon measure 114 temporarily blocked statewide by county judge. Yeah, it's nuts. What else we got? Uh, FTX news. So we got a list, a good list here of the uh, all the politicians that Sam Bankscam Fraud donated to, FTX guy. Uh, he gave $42 million to politicians. And check out this spread. Blue bars are Democrats he gave to. Red bars are Republicans. And as you can probably guess, the Republicans he donated to include just all rhinos. Lisa Murkowski, a couple political action committees, but there's only like, what, eight red bars out of 100 of them. So the Biden Victory Fund got most of the money. Gillibrand. All these state Democrat parties. Who else we got? What are their names? Team Blue. Cory Booker. Just any state Democrat party you can think of, and FTX money went to it. Um, and also on the topic of crypto, uh, be careful out there if any of you guys are invested. Because Binance, one of the biggest exchanges in the world, um, they removed a proof of reserves notice from their website. 
and they're undergoing some audits right now. Binance's very own coin, the BNB coin, is actually is getting wrecked right now. So we might see kind of another um, another FTX type dealio, another shit coin that just gets destroyed because we find out that there's some kind of Ponzi scheming going on with it. Maybe, hopefully that doesn't happen because shoot, Bitcoin would get like. Bitcoin would crash like another 20, 30%. But yeah, be careful out there, everybody. Pretty uh, pretty interesting times we're in. But that's good, though. All those crypto Ponzi schemes getting getting wrecked, getting exposed. Um, I noticed that I get attacked sometimes because people think that I promote crypto. So for some reason, oh, Jordan promotes crypto, and then they think I'm some, like, shill. Uh, no, actually, I don't promote crypto. I think the majority of crypto out there, at least when it comes to cryptocurrency coins and tokens, are total scams, shit coins. But I'm a proponent of proof-of-work technology. Okay? Crypto is a very vague term. So I wouldn't say I'm a promoter of crypto. I would say uh, crypto could be used as a positive tool, sure, but I'm more of a promoter of proof-of-work concepts instead of uh, proof of stake a lot of a lot of crypto coins out there are proof of stake coins and i don't i don't like proof of stake i'm a promoter of proof of work all right one last thing fifa denies Zelensky a request to address the world cup final which is on sunday argentina versus france who you guys got i think messi's gonna finally get his world cup he probably will but uh we've got Zelensky. he wanted to put out a statement during the world cup final a message of peace. And surprisingly, FIFA, which is a total... It's quite corrupt. FIFA is quite corrupt. They are not doing it. They denied Zelensky. Hmm. Pretty surprising, actually. So, we're not going to see this clown's face during the World Cup final. That's interesting right there. Wonder if it has to do because it's uh, in Qatar this year. But all right, guys. You guys got Argentina. You've held off. Chat says they held off on applying for your pistol permit. Don't want them scouring your social media to decide if you're quote-unquote worthy. Such crap. What state are you in? Tell you what, I miss the ocean. I miss the forests. But there's a hell of a lot of freedom out here in Idaho. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. And it's pretty nice. just to buy ammo this commenter is in new york okay a lot of you guys in new york so just to buy ammo you have to answer so many questions like what's your occupation no shit in new york can you buy ammo online or is that not allowed in new york 
That's pretty crazy. Uh, Jordan, I'm unaware. Please explain NFTs. Honestly, I am not that familiar with NFTs. I never really got into them. NFT stands for non-fungible token. And as far as I understand, it's basically just like a, a digital picture that you purchase and you own the rights to because you have the specific key to it, the, the cryptology key or whatever. A non-fungible token is a digital artwork that's copyrighted. There you go. So you technically own that. Some, some NFT minting, they only mint one, so you're the only owner of it, but other NFTs, maybe the person that creates it will mint 50 of them, and you could buy one of 50 or one of 100. That's basically what Trump did with these Trump cards. I don't know how many he, he minted. How many of these card things did Trump mint with his NFTs? I'm not sure, but you can mint a few of them. But yeah, right? It's kind of weird. You could just take a screenshot of it. Honestly, I think a lot of this NFT stuff is just like money laundering. It's like 21st century money laundering. So you probably got a lot of um, people washing money and uh, paying off others with these NFTs. Just like how the art institutes do, right? With physical art, but now it's just happening digitally. Although, let me say, I think the concept behind NFTs I think it could be a game changer with a lot of industries like maybe the real estate industry. I mean, imagine sort of an NFT type structure for real estate purchases or car purchases where you could buy, make a major purchase, and then you have the receipt of it in the form of your cryptographic key and it's copyrighted and it's on the blockchain so you can prove it, right? So I think the whole underlying I think some of the concepts and technology behind NFTs could be very resourceful if used in a good way, but I think most NFTs these days are just, are just ridiculous. Here's an interesting point. It might actually end up being our only resource to copywriting our content created online. And that's a good point. You know, if they can find a way to do it, all right. But and like trading NFTs for freaking like pixels on a screen, kind of weird at this point. Trump sold forty-five thousand of them. What were they, 100 bucks each? So is that a, add a zero, carry the, carry the one, 4.5 mil? I mean, yeah. This chat comment says, NFTs sound like a fundraising gimmick, but it's not a gimmick if both sides are transparent and clear on what the transaction is. So Trump says, hey, buy my NFT, 100 bucks. You're gonna support my campaign and maybe get a chance to win a dinner with me, etc. So that's not a gimmick. Really. 
you don't have to pay the hundred dollars for the nft i didn't but i'm not gonna be over here like drama queening it shit because it, it actually is you know if it can be used as a decent fundraising mechanism i wouldn't say gimmick Do I look at my pilled DMs? Ooh, I have not for a long time, but uh, I will after this stream here. Everyone lately talking about the Pr Brunson Supreme Court case. Do I think anything will come out of it? No one's gonna be able to answer that question for you, to be honest. Nobody can predict the future. Right? So, I hope, I will say I hope, but you know, let's not just, let's not think any any influencer on Rumble is gonna be able to, you, you just gotta not search for the hopium, right? Give it a we'll see. But I hope, hope something can come out of it. I heard it's going to the Supreme Court and they're gonna be taking a look at all these, well, there's like two or 300 Congress people that are being put on blast in it. They want to attempt to get Biden removed from office, all this sort of stuff. I mean, that's lofty dreams, I'll tell you that. It's lofty. But I don't think we should uh, be getting our expectations up. But at the same time, I don't think we should be crapping on it and calling it calling it a nothing burger because we haven't seen where it goes yet and it could very easily go nowhere sure but uh hey if if they file a good case at least support it report on it but do so in a down-to-earth manner Courts telling you all who your leader is hasn't worked any time in history yet. I think it's your choice to tell yourself who your leader is. I like to be led by truth, facts, and logic, and uh, my own brain. My own brain and my own heart. I will, lead, I will be led by individuals if they make sense. If they do not, then I couldn't care less. When's the next episode of Knowledge Based? Uh, next Thursday. Right? I like this comment about NFTs. NFTs is future use technology system. Think of buying your home and transferring your title 
and all costs and centralization involved with that process, NFTs in future using block, blockchain could decentralize it, right? Then you wouldn't need the middleman. You wouldn't need you wouldn't need the title company and all the middle people that rack up fees and all that sort of shit. And you could easily just decentralize the process, peer-to-peer -peer exchange of property. The digital is just a representation of the physical. So, yeah, no, I, I see the use case for it. I see the use cases for NFTs and crypto. It's just unfortunately with, with the world we live in, there's so many irresponsible idiots out there that when, it, when a great technology comes along, usually they use it for stupid stuff first. And all the scams and stuff has to get weeded out before people start being mature and using something in a positive manner. You can kind of think of you kind of uh, equate that to free energy technology. Like, oh yeah, we want free energy technology to get released, sure, but we got so many idiots, irresponsible idiots in our world. It's like, shoot, how would that tech be used? We don't want to exactly have to deal with the repercussions of people using that sort of stuff in a negative way, because that could cause some damage. So shoot. We gotta kinda wait till we're responsible. Crypto is bullshit, monopoly money. Yeah, have you uh, seen those Federal Reserve notes in your wallet yet? Talk about monopoly money. Who now owns We The Media? Um, I do. You noticed a major slowing down in content in the We The Media channels and pages? Yeah, because I, we had an, we had a We The Media admins chat that all the contributors to We The Media were in and uh, I nuked it, threw everybody out of it. So we, we don't even have an admins chat at this point. So there's only a couple people that have posting rights on the We The Media pages, but otherwise, once a lot of this drama started going down a week or two back, um, yeah, I just I just nuked the chats. I said, screw you guys. Had to do it, because we had some, I don't know, we just had some folks some previous we the media members that i don't know i don't know how their brains are like it's weird they'll, they'll stay they'll say stuff like behind the scenes and in private chats but then in public they say things that are completely different and me you know i try to be a hundred percent through and through. Granted, in like private chats, I meet, I might be a little more uh, rash, use a few more curse words than I do in these videos. But hey, my sentiment remains the same. I will not change my mindset behind closed doors. 
and then tell you guys a different thing here on these videos. I just use a little more colorful language behind closed doors. I'll throw out some, uh, a few more jokes. Sometimes people are bad at taking jokes. So yeah, We The Media is going to be going through some changes, but it's not going away by any means. Working on some back-end stuff for it. We're going to be getting a post schedule down, so it'll be more consistent content. Um, Yeah, we've had some bad apples in We The Media over the years. Dylan Wheeler, Mel Q, uh, there's been some others. <laughs> but uh, it happens, it is what it is. George Magazine is back. I did see that. Um, I don't know all that much about it, quite honestly. And there's there's a few people who I like who are involved in that magazine. Um, I like Gene Ho. I like Beer, Beer at the Parade. So they're good. But uh, there's there's a few people who have like been featured in the magazine that I'm like, oh, so... And I don't know how they got the rights or who's funding it or anything like that. That's just out of my knowledge base, so. You've got a pandemic of fake asses there in Australia. Flat Earthers, Closet Masons. Yo, what's what's been going on with what's his name? Bossy, Bossy, Ricardo Bossy, Bossy, the retired. What was he? A lieutenant colonel. He's been doing shows with like Charles Ward and S. G. Anon, and I haven't seen the shows, but I've heard he's been promoting some weird shit. Kind of going downhill, is what I'm told. So.
What do I want for Christmas? I just want my Twitter account back, man. That's all I want. Come on, Elon. Be my Santa. Jordan, you should interview Amazing Polly. I like Amazing Polly. She does good work. We might, we might see a couple issues differently, but it's natural. We're all humans, right? But I, I like Polly. I like how you um, differentiated that comment. Rumble friend. You said you hope his heart is in the right place, but discernment doesn't seem to be a strong skill of his lately. And that's one way I, I gauge people. I separate those two things. Heart and brain. You can have people with a great heart, but their brain skills are kind of lacking. And they're great people. They make good friends, but in terms of research associates or maybe business associates in that regard um, might might not be the best because you need you need, a, you need a good brain you need a good discernment skill with those who you're going to uh, associate with for any kind of research or you know information business purposes those with a great brain but a terrible heart man you don't want them you don't want them around. Those are the kind of people that'll like steal your chat logs and then start posting them all over True Social. <laughs> uh, yeah, so ideally you want somebody with strong skills in both, right? Great heart and great mind. Those are the people you want to surround yourself with. And, you know, in the Patriot movement, we've kind of got a lot of We've got a lot of people with great hearts, but not so great minds, and they get sucked into the clickbait easily, right? We're trying to like reel them back to earth. You've got a few out there that have good brains, but not so good hearts, and those are your probably your infiltrators or your like narcissistic, psychopathic grifters like a Godlewski or what have you. Um, and there, there's a few out there. There's definitely some out there with good heart, good brain, with both of that combo, but it's not all that common. Wish it was more common, but I don't know if it all is. They're, they're the ones that just don't get as much publicity, right? Because the ones with a great heart, but bad discernment, they'll just pump out whatever clickbait sounds good to them. And uh, they get a lot of clicks, get a lot of shares for that, right? Get a big audience. Then you got the clowns that have a shitty heart, but uh, cunning mind, and they're kind of the same way for a different agenda, but they pump a lot of that clickbait, gets people excited, get them, get them a big audience. It's, uh, it's the ones with a good heart and a good brain that Sometimes just aren't as popular. Not all the time. Accomplished what many of us each hunting alone could not. Could not. Pen to 
What was my last tweet? Oh man, that's funny. I think I was, my last tweet, I was giving Qta shit for Nazara. That was two years ago, over two years ago. My last tweet, I was giving Qta shit for Nazara. I was calling him out on Twitter. And then, here we are two years later, and Qta and I are like total bros. And uh, he, he came around. He came around about Nazara. He understands that it's uh, clickbait trash now. But, uh, Beds and replicators end, planet slavery ends, money ends. How do you know these so-called med beds and replicators are real? Would be my question. Who do I think Q is? Uh, I think that's the wrong question to ask. To me, this is just my opinion, my take on it, but to me, Q is a what? What is Q? Q is an operation being conducted or a project. I'm gonna call it that. It's an op. So, okay, that is what Q is. Now, who is a part of this operation? Whatever I tell you is probably going to be wrong. But I think there, there's a there's a group that are read in on the deepest layer of the onion. Of course, with compartmentalization, there are multiple layers, but... Uh, Med beds, Dr. Royal Rife, 1934. Uh, well, Dr. Royal Rife didn't call his work med beds. He had his vibration machines that, uh, and he discovered what was called the MOR, or the Mortal Oscillatory Rate of Viruses. But nowhere in Dr. World's life research did he call them med beds. And in fact, they weren't even beds. You didn't have to lay down. So, let's not get caught up behind uh, buzzwords like med beds that really don't mean shit. Don't get me wrong. I do believe there are uh, healing technologies out there that are possible and or suppressed that would be very helpful to humanity, but I think the whole medbed topic is full of bullshit. I think the medbed word itself is a buzzword that is terrible, and uh, we need to be very careful as to what we discuss in regards to that, because we don't want to put out a bunch of opium disinfo which there is a lot of I think in the whole medbed discussion
Nazara is only promoted by patriots. Yeah, typically. Or just ignorant folk who don't know any better. But uh, it's usually a good tell. I mean, anytime somebody starts pumping Nazara like it's real, they have no clue what they're talking about. So it's an easy tell. Now the next question would be, do they know they're lying to you? Or are they promoting it unknowingly? If they're promoting it unknowingly, then they're just, I don't know, useful idiots or poor ignorant bastards or whatever. If they're knowingly promoting it like it's real, then they are total bullshitting it. And I, I would throw the likes of a Charles Ward or a Phil Godlewski into that category, like knowingly promoting it, but not caring because it's getting them clicks and money and whatnot. Medbeds come from the movie Elysium. There's a lot of other Hollywood um, productions that have that sort of thing. And I mean, go back to Star Wars and in the uh, Empire Strikes Back, you have Luke chilling in the uh, back to tank, right? Same sort of concept ish but that sort of kind of i guess hopium of a sort of medical bed that will cure you and heal you of all that ills you it's kind of always been in the back of our subconscious right just because we deep down want the easy way out we want the the easy pill the fix-all the cure-all and we don't want to have to uh put in the work to take responsibility for ourselves, right? Oh yeah, right, SG-1 had the sarcophagi, Stargate SG-1. And the Gould, Gua Gould would sit in it and it would heal them. But then if they sat in it too much, they would start getting like drugged, cracked on it. Can't get on board with Nazara? Well, that's because you have functioning brain cells that you actually use. Good job. Nazara equals the Great Reset. No, Nazara is just a fan fiction fairy tale. Um, but you could make the argument that yeah, it's it's basically getting like getting patriotic people to accept what a great reset would look like just with a different colored bow on it everybody gets free money government gets dissolved new one installed all that sort of stuff Nothing is that simple in this world. Well, it is that simple. You gotta put in work to get what you really want, right? If you don't put in the work and let somebody else give you that answer, well then, that's just life for corruption. It's pretty simple. 
It's a nice dream to imagine how much money there would be if there was no government to take it. Or, maybe we could build a society that wouldn't need money. Or we could devise some sort of barter or value exchange system that didn't have the kind of usury and interest and energy siphoning that our system does now. But, you know, utopia thinking. I like to live there every once in a while and dream of that kind of perfect utopian society, but then we got to come back down to real world. You came up with a theory that only people with above 180 IQs believe in Flat Earth, Medbeds, Nazara, the Galactic Federation, and secret Tesla tech. Yeah, no, I'm not doing the uh, blues tonight. I, f I forgot it was Friday, honestly. I forgot, I forgot it was Blues Friday. We'll have to do that on Monday. But we're rocking the, we're rocking the EDM tonight. little gif on D Live is like going right to the beat. It's funny. Your little like guitar bear there. Chat says they're happy with a bowl of rice and three strips of chicken fingers. So hopium doesn't work much on me. That's a good point, right? If you're just happy with what you have, and you're not an overly materialistic person, like it's like all the materialistic people that get caught up in this Nazara quantum financial bullshit because they want all this like free money. They want the easy way out, and they just want money. They don't want to work for it. Like yeah, don't get me wrong, the system sucks and shit's expensive. It shouldn't be that expensive, and all this sort of stuff, but. Still, I mean, you gotta work with the hand that you were given. And the people that want the Nazara so bad just they wanna be safe. They don't wanna pick up their own shit. And it's usually just about money for them, typically. The Nazara believers, it's usually about money. 
No way. The new issue of George Magazine has Charlie Ward in it. What? I need to get my hands on this. Do you have it? The first issue had Scott McKay in it. And that I was like, mm. But if the new issue has Charlie Ward in it, well, now I'm like, bro. Do they need to do like a spread for his fat ass? Like a whole. Please tell me he talks about like the quantum financial system and claims he's a spokesperson for it in the article they did on it. You just saw it on True Social? Tag me. Tag me. I'm looking. I'm waiting. I need to see this, man. Yeah, right? Phil's next. We're going to do a Godlewski edition. It'll be like, they can make it a, a real estate edition of George Magazine and do an article on all the new homes that Phil Godlewski's bought. He's bought like four or five houses in the last couple of months. There you go. George Magazine. HGTV edition. That just proves that JFK Jr. is dead. <laughs> yeah, right? He would not let his magazine go to shit like that. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my god, here it is. You just tagged me. I got it. Thank you. Oh, bro. Charlie Ward. And the... It is. Charlie Ward and the Quantum Financial System. That's the name of the article. I fucking called it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this is going in the clickbait of the week video. Oh, no. Here's the thing. I don't want to put people in the clickbait of the week video, right? This is the kind of reaction to get. I'm, I get. I'm like, no, damn it. Son of a bitch. I'm going to have to put him in the video. I don't want to, but I have to. Crap like that. Yeah, that's that's honestly that's shitting on the memory of JFK Jr. To buy the rights to George magazine and then turn it into this sort of freaking shit rag. Putting Scott McKay and Charlie Ward's quantum financial system and Oh, it's the special Christmas edition. If you're gonna put Charlie Ward on the freaking front of the magazine, you should call it the Griftmas edition for Jorge magazine. Oh God. Yeah, right, oh, need this button. Everything woke turns to shit. They're gonna put uh, they're gonna put Corey Goods depositions in George magazine next. <laughs> Simon Parks cats. We need to make our own George magazine. Do uh you know one page will be Godlewski's mansions, 
The next page will be Simon Park's cats. Next page will be, uh, we could just do a Corey Good comic book edition. How about that? We could do another page on all of Wano Savin's cars that aren't really his. It's true. Maybe just a page on his boots. And his overrated book. Um, what else? Oh, we could put Michael Jaco's properties in there too. He's been moving. He's been making good money on the grift. Getting waterfront property in Florida. guys i gotta get going i got some uh dinner to make stuff to go do it's getting late all right guys uh good chat thanks for getting me all riled up here in the uh q q a portion the chat portion man good chat uh it's very cathartic when we discuss this crap together. But uh, somebody needs to talk about it, I guess, right? Somebody needs to talk about it. We need some different perspectives out there on some of this stuff because it's truly weird, and I, I don't think enough people are questioning it. So, all right, guys. Thank you hanging out here on Friday. See you again on Monday, 7 p.m., Eastern Standard Time. Um, I think next Tuesday. I'm gonna sh I'm gonna shoot for that clickbait show on Tuesday. I don't think I'd be able to get it in this weekend. So yeah, um, we'll shoot for a live stream every day next week. We'll do Monday, Wednesday, Friday news streams. Tuesday, the Griftmas stream. The Griftmas special. Thursday will be knowledge-based. So a lot of work to do next week. And then, then we got Christmas over the weekend. Cool. So took a couple of days off for Christmas. We'll get back to work after that. All right, guys. Thank you. Much appreciated. Most of us don't believe in Santa anymore. Who needs Santa when you can believe that the earth is flat and that Nazara and a quantum financial system are going to save us. <laughs> Same thing, right? All right, guys. See you Monday.